0: Trigger warning, the Resilience Project provides an open space for people to share their personal experiences. Some content in this podcast may include topics that you may find difficult. The listener's discretion is advised. Hello, friends. Welcome to Radical Resilience, a weekly show where I, Blair Kaplan Venables, have inspirational conversations with people who have survived life's most challenging times. We all have the ability to be resilient and bounce forward from a difficult experience. And these conversations prove just that. Get ready to dive into these life-changing moments while strengthening your resilience muscle and getting raw and real. Welcome back to another episode of Radical Resilience. It's me, Blair Kaplan Venables, and I'm here with Anya. What I love about our guest today is that I met her through the internet. I, you know, She's a digital nomad. She's been all over the place. And I met her through an online community. And we're both recently best-selling authors um, in a co-authored collaboration book called woman gone wild wealth edition and there was a three-week media tour and I spent a significant amount of time with her in Las Vegas and in New York and we developed such a beautiful friendship and when I heard her share her story on stage in Vegas I knew I had to have her on as a guest she's literally a bowl of sunshine she's just so happy and big a luminous smile and I'm just so excited to have her here today so Anya's a world traveler who's helped thousands of heart-centered entrepreneurs align with their ideal clients to attract money, wealth, perfect health, perfect love, mental health, and spiritual wealth. She's had quite the journey, and I'm going to drop her full bio and the links in the comments below, but we're here today just to dive into her story, and I am so honored that you are here today. Hi. I am-
1: So excited to be here. Hello, hello, hello. And yes, like Blair said, we've developed such a beautiful friendship in such a short period of time. I felt like many of the women on the the Tuber were very slightly different than us, a lot much older than you and I. You and I are very similar in ages, and we're just like, we're sparkly, we're bubbly, not saying that all the other ones weren't, but you and I just like clicked right away, and it's beautiful because we've connected even before that as well online, thanks to the internet, and you've showed up on my podcast, you were on my PBS show, you spoke at one of my goddess retreats, so I'm happy to be here finally on a your end.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I'm so honored. And I'm gonna have you on my other podcast, dissecting success. And we're probably gonna talk about something completely different there. But um, what really like because you know, when you get to know someone, I guess like in the beginning of an exchange, you don't dive into the darkness. And like my life has been like I've been living in the darkness with like sparks of light. And what I really learned about the women in this book is that we all have this these traumas. And when you share it on stage that, you know your father stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from you. Like that story. I just, I don't, I, I've never heard really anything like that before. And, you know, I think if you're open to it, we could talk about your journey and your story because, you know, you're not very old. I mean, you can't tell because you can't see you in the podcast world, um, but you'll look her up and you'll see like, she's, you know, we're, we're both vintage millennials She might even be a little bit younger than me. She's a lot younger than me, actually. But, um, you know, to build the career that she's built and have the success that she's had at the age she's had, you know, her her soul is old. Her soul is wise. And I would just love to give you the opportunity to share your story.
1: Yeah, definitely. And thank you for allowing me to share the story. Fun fact, I've had 1,358 past lives. So I do have a very old soul. (laughs) That's a lot of past lives. That is a lot of past lives. Uh, I do a Kashuk record reading. So I went into the records and find out how many past lives I've had. Not all of them were in human form, but 1,358 past lives. Uh, I'm ready to get off this planet and go live in the ether at all (laughs) times. So you're doing the
0: work in this lifetime. You're doing the work.
1: Yeah, I think this is my last one. I was telling someone the other day that, um, and they're like, what do you mean it's your last one? I'm like, no, I really truly feel in my heart. It's my last one. Like I've had so many of them already. And like, I feel like this life, I've done so much shit in this life that have gotten me. Like, I can't even imagine what my other past lives were like. Like this, this is it. This is it for me.
0: (laughs) This is it. And so, I mean, I think that's a whole nother conversation. And maybe we have you back on um you know but sometimes some of us are dealt cards that are really fucking hard to play the game of life with and you're you're one of them right like you did you move from poland to the us like
1: tell me your yeah. story what's
0: your story morning glory yeah.
1: so i um i was born in poland i came to the us when i was 3 years old i grew up in chicago at the age of 10 my dad got into a work accident where he dropped a sheet of sheet metal he used to be a welder he dropped a sheet of a sheet metal and it ripped all of his tendons in his arm. so all of a sudden he can't feel anything in his arm he's he's handicapped at this point and because we're, we were immigrants, my parents, my dad still to this day does not speak any English. We've been in America for almost 30 years and he still doesn't speak any English, which is a whole nother story in itself. But I, was, I had to take on the responsibilities of the family. I had to be the man of the house essentially because I was the oldest child at 10 years old. So I was going to doctor's offices, legal offices. I was translating documents. No 10 year old should be translating learning words no 10-year-old should learn I was still learning English at this point I was 10 years old like it was very difficult. But because of that, um, I had to grow up really, really quickly. So I I was always very artsy. I went to an art school when I was younger. Like most kids, they take tap lessons or ballet lessons. I was taking art lessons. I was like, I like to draw. That's Mm -hmm. me. Like, I'm going to go sit in my little bubble, give me crayons, give me like whatever. That's my little piece of childhood that I love to this day. Like when I get artsy, like it's connecting to that inner child. And and you're still artsy.
0: Like you're still really artsy.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I love it because it connects to that inner child. So, I knew I always wanted to go some kind of direction in the art field. So, when I got to high school, um, I hated high school. My parents moved from the city to the suburbs the middle of my sophomore year. And to make it worse, um, the school that I went to was really big. We had one school for freshmen and sophomores, one school for juniors and seniors. So, we moved the middle of my sophomore year. I was coming from the city. I didn't fit in. I didn't get along with anyone. And then the next year, I was in a new school anyway. with older kids so I was like I I don't fit in (laughs) like so how can I finish school as quickly as I possibly can what can I do so I took all the art classes in school because I knew I wanted to go into some kind of an art direction so I took photography I took um I took painting I did I did all the things all the art classes and graphic design really stuck to me I was like this is fun. I like photoshopping and making things look pretty. I'm really liking this. And like, as soon as I took that art class, that graphic design class, I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, I know I want to be a graphic designer. So I went to talk to my counselor, And I was like, how can I graduate early? What can I do? Um, I know I want to go into graphic design. And she's like, well, start looking at schools already. She's like, you have a great GPA. You have a great, um, your grades are great. Like, why can't you graduate early? You can. So I did everything that I could to graduate early. So I graduated at 17 and went to college right away. And the universe is beautiful at how it works. Um, I unconsciously manifested before I even knew what manifestation was like, because I had this goal, this mission, I started working a girlfriend's boyfriend of mine um, he had an agency and he's like well I'm actually looking for some interns like do you want to intern I was like yes perfect so I was working under him while I was still in high school and then once I graduated high school he hired me on full-time so I've had a full-time job since I was 15 16 years old because I had to be that man of the house and I knew what I was doing So at college, I worked at the entire college, but while I was in college, I was in corporate America already. And it's funny because I tell people nowadays, I was like, oh yeah, I've, I've had a full time corporate America job since I was 15, 16 years old. They're like, wait, how old are you? I'm like, yeah, it's been over a decade already. They're like, how? Like, just, just, that's just how it happens. (laughs) So once um, I got to college, I graduated college early as well, because I was very focused. I'm like, I know this is what I want to do. I want to do graphic design. And I was already working for him. So once I graduated college, I moved on from his from his job. And I was working like a fortune 500 company at that point. And like, I, I, I kept receiving amazing amounts of money i was making six figures at the age of 19 years old and because i was helping out my family my dad started seeing the money that was coming into our lives his life my life at this point point. and at first it was like oh yeah let me borrow a thousand dollars here let me borrow a thousand dollars there let me borrow this and i'm not comfortable sharing where the money actually went yet i know where it is and i talk a little bit more about it in my first book I mean, you guys can get that. That's rebel's guide to spirituality. But like every single day he started asking and asking and asking for money. And always it was like, don't tell mom. Don't tell mom that I'm asking for this. Don't tell mom. And at a point, like I... I was so stressed. I like all, I mean, I I had hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay off for school. Like art school, especially in America is expensive. And I had two degrees and I went back to school paying for my second school as well. Like it's crazy expensive. I was paying for my apartment at this point. I was paying for my car. I was paying like all the adult things. Plus I was willingly giving money to my parents as well, just to help out. And one thing led to another. And then all of a sudden I was in debt, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I was like, holy crap. Like I, I got so sick at that point. Like I had crazy anxiety. I had insomnia. I was stressed on top of all, like having to take care of everything, being an adult, like working, like adult things like that. I don't even deal with now that I'm in my thirties, but I was dealing with when I was 18, 19 years old. And I was just so sick. Like stressed, I'm stressed, i stressed. Doctors had no idea what was wrong with me. I was going blind at a certain point in my life. Like doctors had no idea what was wrong with me. And I was just so sick. And eventually I told my mom, I was like, Hey, dad's stealing money from me. What can we do? She got so mad. Oh my goodness. But I'm so grateful that I took that step. I I dreaded telling my mom for years on years because I was like, "Well, what is she going to think?" That kept telling me like, "Oh, don't tell mom." Like I I thought that if I tell her, he's not going to love me anymore, and I'm I'm not, I'm gonna be unloved, or I'm not gonna be liked by him anymore, or whatever. And boy, was I wrong! Goodness gracious! <laughs> um. So one thing led to another, and. I switched jobs, Um, I cut him off at that point. I was very angry with him amongst other traumas that I had as well. And then that's when I was like, all right, well, I can either look for a new job or do something crazy. So I need to get as far away from home as possible. Um, get away from my parents, get away from the stress, the burdens, my sicknesses. Um, So I bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. within two weeks, I quit my job, sold my apartment, moved everything into storage, sold my car. And I've been traveling ever since. (laughs) And during those times, which is amazing, I've healed myself. I grew many businesses, grew as a person, like fell into my spirituality. I'm, that was one of the best things that could have ever happened to me because I can't imagine the person that I was and that I could have, that I would have been if I stayed in Chicago all along.
0: Wow. 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 Okay. So many things I want to unpack. One, thank you for sharing. Remind us, how long have you been on the road? Uh, six and a half years. So in that six and a half years, what's happened to the relationship with you and your father?
1: So, um, so when I left, um, I didn't talk to him for about five years. This was even before I left. Like I just completely cut off conversation with him. I, I didn't trust him. I didn't trust myself. I was very angry with him. I hated him for what he did to me, how he treated me, like the burdens that he stuck me with. I didn't talk to him for five years. And then eventually I ended up talking to him and it took me a lot of time reflecting and sitting within plant medicines that truly healed my relationship with him. The first time that I went into ayahuasca, my intention going in was clarity. Clarity of why my dad did the things to me, why certain things happened in my life, like clarity. And she showed me that plus more. She showed me a whole different perspective of my dad that I never even would have thought of, like showed me from his point of view, like I saw his childhood, how he grew up, why he did the things he did and why he made those choices. And that really allowed me to forgive him. And it wasn't until... May, and at that point like him and I started talking again a little bit like I've forgave him without truly realizing that I was forgiving him or not and it was about two years ago once I started working in the Akashic Records that I was um I was in the records and the records told me they're like have you told him that you've that he hurt you that he forgave you I was like Well, oh, no <laughs> goodness gracious like yeah I, I mean like I forgive him that's Shouldn't that be good? No, I need to close the cycle, close the loop. So at that point I told him, I was like, Hey dad, like you really hurt me. You've really upset me. Like this is how you tormented me as a child and take it or leave it, do whatever you want with that information. But it's lifted off of my shoulders at this point, the entire cycle closed. And uh, we have a, we have a decent relationship. Now we talk (laughs) at least Um, it's not, I don't think it'll ever be as good as like the relationship with my mom and I, but it's decent. We talk, we do have a relationship.
0: Wow. Yeah. I I appreciate you sharing that. Um, You know, the power of forgiveness is so strong and it all starts within us. And, you know, I know a lot of people have relationships in their life where there's turmoil. I had a relationship with my father where there was lots of anger and hate and I made the decision to forgive him and began a beautiful journey. And, you know, once you learn about like, once you, how do I say this? You're on the spiritual path. And if you weren't on that, you may have never understood the things you need to know. And it's when we stop and we start asking the right questions and looking inwards and healing ourselves before we can actually heal and, you know, mend relationships with others. So I definitely think it's special that you got to do that. Maybe that's also why we get along so well, because we had these relationships with our fathers and then we forgave them because Probably. you do hey. find like when you tell people this story, they're like, wow, like, oh, I'm so mad at my mom or I'm so mad at my dad. Like, yeah, should I, I maybe I
1: often. I see that with my clients all the time. And I was like, well, first off, like if you're going to forgive anyone, first off, forgive yourself. Like, I I was a big part in that as well. I allowed that to happen to me. I was giving, I kept giving him money and kept doing and listening, thinking I was daddy's little girl, which I wasn't. But like, I allowed that to happen. And that is part of my responsibility. First off, forgive yourself and then work on forgiving others because we need to work on ourselves first because we can't change other people but you can change how you feel about yourself and feel about the people around you and and it's beautiful and i see yeah i see that with my clients all the time they're like "Oh, i'm so mad at my mom i'm so mad at my dad like they did this they did this they did this well like work on you and then everything else will fall into place like the right people will come into your place like that forgiveness like it's beautiful i work with ho'oponopono a lot and ho'oponopono is just repeating the verbiage i love you i'm sorry please forgive me thank you Wait, and- again and slower Ho'oponopono.
0: <laughs> and what word, what's the verbiage?
1: I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me.
0: Thank you. I love um, you. Forgive I'm, me. Okay. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you.
1: Yes. And you can mix and match however way you want to repeat those four words. But as long as you're repeating them, that's what it is. And uh, for one person, you might say, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. And another person, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. However you want to say it for that person, um, it doesn't really matter as long as you're doing the cycle. So Ho'oponopono is an ancient Hawaiian tradition where it is essentially like I am responsible for anything and everything that comes into my life. I'm responsible for meeting you. I'm responsible for the stuff that happened to my dad. I'm responsible for uh, this car crash that happened, whatever. It is all my responsibility because I attracted that into my life. And there's this old teacher who, um, re- really quickly. So there was this teacher in Hawaii who, um, who there's this prison that came to this teacher and they're like, hey, we have these mental health patients and like, we don't know what to do with them. Can you help us? And he's like, yeah, but I don't wanna see any of the patients. So he goes on and like does this healing on these patients without ever seeing any of them. And all he did was done ho'oponopono. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Within six months, all of the patients were dispersed from the psych ward, like they weren't patients anymore. They got healed all of a sudden. So when we look internally, like we could say things like if you if you get another argument with your partner or do whatever with your mom your partner whatever I'm sorry I love you please forgive me thank you that in itself sets you on that record of I am doing better I'm responsible for this I'm healing this I'm fixing this just by these words that I'm saying and that's the energy that you want to put out there
0: wow okay that's so that's like basically a tool that anyone listening to this can implement and I know like I've actually my sister got me onto that and uh, she used to listen to it a lot, I think at night before bed and I've listened to it because I'm newer into meditation and I think it's a really beautiful one and there's lots of really cool recordings out there or you say it or you say it along with the recording and I think that's like a really beautiful takeaway that our community can have. You know, as we wrap this up, I, I want to know if, when, a couple things. One, what's one piece of advice you have for someone who's going through something similar like they have a strained relationship with their father and they still have, they're living in that place of anger and sadness.
1: So some uh, something a mentor of mine had me do recently, um, which I really, really loved, um, in order to do some release work, like, if you're angry, write a fuck you letter. Like, get all of your emotions out. Like, write it as deeply as you want it. Burn it. Like, read it out loud, whatever, and then finish it off with a, I love you, thank you letter. Like, but first get all of your anger out. Like it helped so much. I did this recently with an ex of mine as well. Like, I like, fuck you, (laughs) like, fuck you for all of this, but finish it off with a thank you. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for coming into my life, for teaching me all of these things, for allowing me to grow and become the person that I am today because of these hurdles because of these troubles that you put me through so thank you so write both of them because a lot of the time we say like oh write an angry letter or write a thank you letter no write both of them
0: (laughs) I love that I think that's a really great place to start and also like probably a lot of listeners are like wow I want to work with Anya she's amazing I'm going to put all your links below but what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you
1: yeah so you can find me on my website anyahalama.com and on all of social media mostly I'm at Anya Travels, A-N-I-A Travels. Mo- Instagram is probably the easiest one as I'm on there often and I have scoliosis, So <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a that I'm working through. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So Anya is up to some cool stuff and we might do some collaboration. Well, we are going to do some collaboration and we'll announce that later. Um, but I love following you. And now that like we've become like as good friends as we have, I, I, it's it's like I I understand what you're up to more. So it's super cool. And I love that you work with businesses and individuals, and I'm so honored that you took time to come and talk to us today. The Radical Resilience World, the Global Resilience Project World, we definitely honor you and thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your experience and opening up your heart and your truth to us. And for you listeners out there, just know that you are resilient. You will get through those hard times. Maybe Anya can help. Maybe this episode was enough. You are resilient. You got this and you are not alone. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Blair.
0: That's a wrap for another episode of Radical Resilience. Do you feel inspired by this episode? You can subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player and connect with us to join the conversation at IamResilient.info. Remember, it's okay to not be okay. And you, my friend, are resilient. Radical Resilience is a podcast created by The Resilience Project.
1: I am so, so, so excited to announce that the doors to Abundant Badass University are officially opened. Yay. I'm so excited to have this university open. Finally, this is for the beautiful, beautiful, abundant badasses who are ready to uplevel their business and finally step into their true power in their business and in their lives. It is for the coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to step into consistent 10, 20, and 30K months this is going to work out for you this is for the person who's done all of the courses who's done all of the freebies who has done the long sale pages the challenges and nothing has been working this is for the person who's finally ready to step into their light finally up level the world and create a business that lights your soul freaking on a fire. This is for coaches, healers, consultants, and service based providers who are finally ready to up level themselves and their business. This is a 12 month spiritual business incubator. This is not a membership. This is not a course. This is not a, a membership or any um, actual s- coaching container. This is an incubator. It's designed for all of the implementation, the handholding, the accountability, and to give you all of the support that you need to create your business and to get you to multiple six figures and beyond. This is open for a limited time and it's for the people who are really looking to get to that next level in your business. I know you've probably been working so damn hard trying to get people to sign up for your programs and it's getting you absolutely nowhere. You're probably living in some financial fear. You don't know if you're good enough. You have some doubts creeping in, but don't worry. This is where the spiritual business incubator comes completely and utterly in um, in alignment for you. If this is something that you've been looking for and you're looking to finally get your business off the ground, finally start living the life that you've always been meant for and start living the life that you've always deserved, please join us. I'm so excited to have these beautiful, beautiful souls inside of this incubator. You could join us at anyahalama.com forward slash ABU dash apply there is an application process. I will be reaching out to you personally, either myself or my team mate, Christina, and we will get you aligned, get on a call with you to make sure that it is the right incubator for you because I am having so many applications, so many people talking to me. I want to make sure that this is in the right alignment for everyone. There is so much that goes into this incubator, including a step-by-step um, business tutorials. There's a whole bunch of live classes that you get your spiritual routines your practices there's a membership area you get templates swipes scripts included there's a one-on-one component included there's a weekly hot seat a weekly um, mastermind as well as a weekly uh, business energetics call, a weekly sales call, weekly guest speakers. And you do have me one-on-one monthly every single time. We have different topics every single week. It is absolutely stunning, and I cannot wait to have you in there. Again, join us. To join us, go to anyahalama.com forward slash ABU dash apply. The link will be in the show notes as well. And I will see you inside Abundant Badass University. Thank you for listening to the Spirituality for Badass Babes podcast. I would greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart if you could support this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. It would mean the world to me and it'll help spread the message of light and love that we are all here to share. Are you ready to open your heart, align with your ideal clients, and finally live full of abundance and purpose? Maybe you've been looking to work with someone who will allow you to wake your soul up so that you can step into the abundant badass self that you are. I am opening up applications to work with me so that we can work on your spiritual wealth so that you can finally start attracting more abundance into your daily life. Apply to work with me by going to bit.ly forward slash Anya application or in the link in the description. I look forward to working with you.